Hi everyone, welcome episode 29, Geeks Utoku Podcast. You just heard us a week ago with Chris, now we're doing normal episode that we haven't done in a month. I checked, last episode we recorded was July 28th, it is now September 2nd. Welcome. We got busy. Hi Sean. <laughs> we got busy. More of like, you got busy, because... After we recorded the last episode, school start school started. You've been dealing with other things, and then Morphicon happened. So, yeah, yeah. I am now one of the busiest human beings I know, which is saying a lot. Yeah, and I'm not getting paid for a lot of it, which sucks. Same, <laughs> but. I I, ed- I edit three podcasts. I don't get paid for any of it. <sighs> Wouldn't that be the dream? Yep. Alright. I also know it because I've tried. I've tried going freelance. Nobody contacted me and everybody I contacted never got back to me. So Losers. It continues. Alright. So we had a lot of stuff that's happened in the last month. And I've condensed and... it down to like 20 things. In total yeah. for the entire podcast. Because yeah. I'm not going to tell you each and every person who got cast in fucking Spider-Man Homecoming. Because Sony won't release an entire press release just detailing it. No, they're just like, this person gets cast. And then a week later, here's another person. And I'm just like, fuck you. I do find it interesting that they're... Uh, side, quick side note. I do find it interesting they're bringing back... Um, what the hell was his name? Happy? Happy Hogan, yep. Yeah, I find that's interesting, because it just kind of seemed like he was done doing stuff with Tony. And then I guess because of what happened at the end of Iron Man 3, and especially now that we know that Tony and Pepper are kind of on the rocks, that, you know, maybe he's working for Tony again. As a bodyguard? Yeah. Probably. And it's funny, too, because I, I saw a tweet on Twitter that uh, said something like the, the, the fourth or fifth Iron Man sequel, because you had Iron Man 1, 2, and 3. Someone kind of said uh, Ultron was an Iron Man sequel, and then so was Civil War, but it's like... Civil War, I wouldn't agree with. Ultron, kind of, because it really focused on Tony and his, like, do I do it or do I not do it aspect of his life. But, yeah. Yep. And well... I ended up talking about it anyway. Alright. Well, that's one news item already out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. So he's in Spider-Man. Alright. Yep. Now, the real first thing on the news docket... (laughs) <laughs> um Sorry. is Disney is continuing just to shut down a lot of a lot more games. This one uh written by yours truly from the Marvel Report uh po- posted yesterday. They're shutting down both Avengers Alliance 1 and Avengers Alliance 2, both of which are mobile games, Facebook games, etc., etc. The first one being around for like 4 years and the second one has literally only been <coughs> 
less than a year old, and they're already just going, eh, fuck it, bye. I actually saw someone post, because I used to play this game, uh, but my computer couldn't handle it, and once I got something that could actually play it, I just decided I wasn't going to pick it up again. Um, I Because I, I follow them on, on uh, Facebook, and when they announced it, one guy, I don't know if it was true or if he was exaggerating or what, but he talked about how he had spent thousands of dollars on the game and to not get, like, a refund on the thousands of dollars of money he spent on the game is ridiculous. And I'm like, dude, it's a mobile game. You just spent $1,000 on a mobile game. You do not get that back. Shut up. <laughs> oh, jeez. I spent 10 bucks on the first game way back when. So I could get Deadpool? Logical reason. Logical reason. I stopped playing it about... I don't know. It was a while ago. I think it was when I changed Facebook accounts. Because I deleted a Facebook account and started a new one up and was like... I just lost all my progress on Avengers Alliance. Eh, fuck it. I got better things to do with my life. Yeah. And I moved on. I started playing the second one... When it first came out, got bored with it and resorted to Avengers Academy, which is a clearly superior game. I thought about playing that. I don't know if I will or not. Uh, all your favorite characters are locked behind paywalls. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's another reason why I was contemplating. It's like, I can play it, but I'm not going to be able to use like Iron Man. No, Iron Man's Captain the first America. character you get. I like The main Avengers are there... You unlock them via level up, but something like uh, Quake or Coulson or, you know, Coulson was part of an event that's over now, so you can't get him. That's dumb. Well, so is Squirrel Girl. And right now they're doing the Hell's Kitchen event, which has all of the uh, Defenders, the Marvel Defenders. So Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, um... Electra, Punisher, and uh, Wildcat? No. Is it Wildcat? I don't know. I wrote up the article for the event as well. So I'm trying. <laughs> I'm going to pull that up right now and read what I wrote because I wrote it, you know, two weeks ago or a week ago. Uh, Hellcat. Play. Uh, that's. Um... Shit. Tri- uh, Patsy Walker. Or Trish Walker and Jessica Jones. I I, I haven't yeah. seen them. Well, I know you haven't, because you're you and all <laughs> yeah. that fun jazz. I have issues, alright? <laughs> but yeah, so that's that. Game's getting shut down, but things like uh, Contest of Champions, another mobile game they have, isn't closing down. Nor is Marvel Heroes, their MMO... But it's only a matter of time before Disney sort of just starts shutting down more and more things. Puzzle Quest is still going strong, though, if you want to still play Marvel Puzzle Quest, who introduced a Peggy Carter Captain America, which is badass as hell. Even though she's British. I find it hilarious. But now we go on to some movie news. Mark Mother's... Mothersbog? Mothersbow? I don't know how to say his last name. Is scoring Thor Ragnarok. Why is this guy important? 
Oh, God. Really? They got this guy? Ba -ba -ba, no, no. That's my Sharona. That's the kinks. I'm lost today. Today is not my fucking day, guys. <laughs> yeah, so former Devo frontman is going to be <laughs> scoring the next Thor movie. Oh. And if you haven't seen, if you haven't listened to anything in Devo, that's fine because if you're my age, you heard his music anyway when you grew up because he did Rugrats. Oh, yeah. He's worked on the Lego movie, the 21 and 22 Jump Street movies, Pitch Perfect 2, and Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Just to name a few others. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's kind of weird, but at the same time, it's not because he's really good at what he does. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a little different than the stuff we know he's done before. But he knows his stuff, so I, I would put, you know... Uh, I put all the chips in his dish. I, I, I don't know. I lost what I was gonna say halfway through. But yeah, no. Oh, jeez, this is the most interesting piece of Marvel news that I have found. But some more movie news. Uh, for those of you who have been living under a rock for the past couple of weeks. The Guardians of the Galaxy will appear in Avengers Infinity War, which comes as no shock to anyone. Nope. Um, there's not much else to say about that. The the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 coming out in May of next year. Infinity War slated to hit theaters May 4th of 2018. And, um, yeah. Though Vin Diesel... It hasn't really been confirmed by Marvel, but Vin Diesel confirmed it. So if Groot confirms it, it's real. <clears throat> Next yeah. piece is a show that's actually, I think, starting this this year? Or no, early 2017. The FX you know, I'm, show I'm... Legion. <laughs> yes? I'm sorry. I just... I went through the links that I brought up to look at. The one about Happy Hogan was actually in there. <laughs> That's okay, dude. That's okay. I just... Uh. <laughs> That's why I was laughing and making comments, but... No worries. No worries, man. No worries. Don't take it. Don't, don't, don't beat yourself up over it. That's my job. Is to beat myself up over... Stupid shit. But, so... Also, you, you might want to tell, uh... Christian or Andy, someone over there at Marvel Report, that that top picture is not working. Which top picture? For the Legion? It's working fine for me. I see, I see broken image and then Legion-Series-FX-Marvel. Oh, it's there for me. If I click it, what happens? Oh, yeah. It works if I click the link outside. Let's see what happens if I reload the picture, or reload the page. Hey, there it is. Stupid fucking internet. It, it happens. I've had that happen to a few of my articles as well, where uh, the social media guy that we have is like, dude, your pictures aren't showing up. I'm like, what? 
They're showing up on my computer, my phone, my girlfriend's phone, and her computer. And he's like, oh, wait, never mind. We're good. And then that's yeah. that. But yeah, so FX is Legion in the X-Men Cinematic Universe. So, yeah. Nothing much else to say about that. If you guys saw the trailer, you guys already know what the show's about. And it could exist on its own, but it is going to be part of the X-Men-verse. So, yeah. And there's apparently another X-Men series in the works that will relate to future X-Men movies with quotes all around it, as I air quote in this audio medium. And In a house where nobody can see you. Except my dog. And I, I'm sure the dog appreciates the air quotes. She's not even looking at me. <laughs> God damn it. Alright. She's embarrassed. No, I think she's asleep. Um, <laughs> that kind of makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah. More TV news. But before that, are you going to watch Legion, John? It's another television show. I'll probably forget about it. Not because it's a bad show or I don't want to see it. It's just... If I don't watch it habitually, I just forget about it. Okay. Uh, Speaking of another show to add to the list. Squirrel Girl and New Warriors series in development over at ABC Studios. Because... Reasons. The recent rise in Squirrel Girl's popularity, people have been sort of going crazy about getting certain people cast as Squirrel Girl, like Anna Kendrick from Pitch Perfect. She's really the only one I've seen. She's the only one we want. Like, the only, well, so you, can't, you said there were multiple people that said they wanted to be it. The only person no, I, I was seen. saying multiple people talking about who they'd cast as Squirrel Girl. Oh, and all of them are yeah. agreeing that Anna Kendrick is perfect for Squirrel yeah. Girl. So, also, her announcing that she would love to play it as well. And yeah. then fan art, fan art arose, and... Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that, that picture for the article is not Anna Kendrick. No, no, no. We did not use the fan <laughs> art... Here, we did not use the fan art because we try to use official images unless we have to use fan art. Yeah. Oh, I know, I understand. Uh, it would be interesting. Especially, A, to see Anna Kendrick play Squirrel Girl, and B, to see her play Squirrel Girl in a TV show. And also, if she plays Squirrel Girl in the TV show... You can almost guarantee she won't be in the cinematic universe because, you know, it's connected but not connected. She won't be on the big screen, but she'll be in the cinematic universe in the sense that no one will talk about it in the movies. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, They really should have just cut that off. Well, there's a big reason behind it. The TV shows can take after the movies because the TV shows are filmed in shorter time spans, but these movies are often filmed years in advance, so they don't know what the TV shows are doing. 
because reasons yeah. and outdated references and this, that, and the other. So, there's a a logical explanation for why it's happening, but really kind of sucks for us as fans because we expected to see someone like, oh, I don't know, Iron Man randomly show up in an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but that's not going to happen. Yeah. The only two people that, as far as I remember, the only two people that were in the, the movies and the television shows were Coulson... And Lady Sif. I forgot her name. Lady Sif. Oh yeah, Lady Sif. Her too. So that's three. The other chick, Colby, from How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah. Well, Nick Fury has been in it too. Maria Hill and, and Fury have both been in it. Maria Hill. Yes. But there is, there is one instance of a TV of the Agents of Shield character crossing over into the movies, but he was on screen for 0.5 seconds. Before being blown up, um, he's one of the Hydra guys, and in um, I think it was yeah, it was Avengers Two: Age of Ultron, and the base just gets taken down right there at the beginning of the movie. Was the guy with the white hair and the glasses in the movie Whitehall? Yeah, might be. I I don't know. I'll have to do... Oh, that's right. And then there was the doctor dude, right? Mm-hmm. The do- yeah, okay. Yeah, that's who you're talking about, right? Yeah. There there are some... The... There are some cross... Like, minor... Minor crossovers between the movies and the TV shows. Which is... Yeah. Fine, I guess. To an extent. But that's due to the behind-the-scenes of the filming schedules of both the movies and the TV shows. It's it's more to the effect of we want as as much as I don't really watch the show and I might not when it comes back I still want to see the Agents of Shield in a Marvel cinematic movie. I want to see that happen. But that's that's the roadblock. It's like no, you won't see that. Why? If it's in the same cinematic universe, just like okay, when does if Infinity War comes out? When in two thousand eighteen? May. Like, May. That's that'll be smack dab right in the middle of the season finale. Of the season, yeah. Right at the tail end of of season five. Yeah, if it if season five ended before the movie came out, which probably won't happen unless they make it a shorter season. You could have everything in the show lead up to Infinity Wars and then they somehow get smushed yeah. into the movie. But The real problem there like- is the people directing and writing Infinity War already have their story in place and they're in pre-production. The TV show's oh, yeah. fifth I, I season hasn't even gone to the concept board yet. Well, see, that's to me, that's actually good. Because, like, you can change scripts for movies more than you can change scripts for television shows. Right. And I'm... And... I, I don't know. Like, it just... I'm salty mood today, guys. I'm just 
pissed off by just about anything. And this has been kind of been going on for a while. The fact that they just, like, you know, TV shows are part of it, but they're not really, and you're not going to see anybody from the TV shows in the movies. So then it's not connected. The only way it's connected is both the Netflix shows and the TV shows sort of play off of what happens in the movies, but not the other way around. Yeah, exactly. So it's a one-way sort of channel, like a river. The river starts up at the very top, and that's where the movies are, and that information sort of travels down to the, the TV shows, and then to us. The, yeah. And so... Rivers don't often travel backwards. Wow, that's some Gandhi-type speech. I... Yeah, exactly. They don't often travel backwards unless really weird shit happens to make rivers run backwards. Be- due to nonsense about currents and streams and science and shit. <laughs> that I am not getting into because that's not my field of study. Not a scientist, goddammit. I talk for a living. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. Just, uh, when you said that, all I could think of was Star Trek. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, back to Squirrel Girl. Um... That's going to be fun. That's really all I have to say on that, because there's not really much else to say about that. Squirrel Girl and New Warriors. So that'll be, like, the defenders of the ABC shows. Yeah. Or whatever. I hope it is, and they bring in some other people. Like, it doesn't even have to be Marvel Cinematic Universe people, you know? Go to your backlog and be like, what heroes can we bring in? And then just pick one and be like, yeah, that's good. And then go for it. Yeah. So we have characters like Speedball, a teenager with super speed. Rage, a teenager with superhuman strength. And Sam Alexander, a.k.a. Buckethead, a.k.a. Nova. Nice. So that would be an interesting thing to have him show up in a TV-verse. Because he's only really in Ultimate Spider-Man right now. Which they are going through the Spider-Verse. And Spider-Gwen is now in the animated verse. Okay, so there's two Spider-Verse arcs. Yep. Okay, because I went on Netflix and I watched the first one. Well... That one's all, like, of season, all of season three is the Spider-Verse. Okay. Dealing with, because Web Warriors deals with all the different varieties of Spider-Man. This one particularly deals with Peter Parker and Miles Morales traveling through the Spider-Verse for some strange reason. And running into Cowboy Spider-Man and Pirate Spider-Man. Okay, because the first one, I was saying... The f- and Howard the Duck. Uh, was it season, I think it was season two... Is the one they have up to on Netflix. I Actually, they only and, have season three on Netflix. Not season one, not season two, just season three. Which is dumb, to say the least. You sh- you sure? Um, last I checked. Because when I, I watched Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warriors... That's season three. It was not season three. 
from what I saw, they had season one and two. And I watched the Spider-Verse episodes where he was following the Green Goblin throughout the different worlds so he could get some sort of power thing from all the different Spider-Men. And then at the end, they all teamed up to take down the Green Goblin and they actually wiped... They turned him from the the Green Goblin back into Norman Osborn and he forgot everything about it. Interesting. That's the one I watched. I'm actually going to look That's what I'm doing right now, too. Um... Yeah, it says Ultimate Spider-Man, one season, 2015. And then I look at the episode oh, list. Oh, yeah, no, it does. And it's starts off with Return of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the beginning of season three. Yeah, it does, huh? Uh, but see, this doesn't... Con- it ends with Contest of Champions. Oh, yeah, that god-awful arc where... It split. It made the season run for almost more than a year because they had one episode in the summer, one in the fall, and like the last two at the end of fall. Yeah, they've got four parts. Contest of Champion episodes twenty three through twenty six are the Contest of Champions arc, which, yep, the way they split that up really attests to the fact that. Disney XD, Cartoon Network, and Nickelodeon don't know how to fucking schedule programming in a way suitable for children. Or adults. Or human beings, for that matter. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Well, because... Well, Nickelodeon's whole thing is, hey, watch this new stuff, and then watch this, you know, eight-hour marathon of Spongebob, because we have nothing else to put on here. Which is a lie. They have an entire back catalog of things they could be showing. Oh, yeah. And they could they could rehash old shows, make them newer, make up new shows. I don't know. Oh, cool. But NCIS, why, why do that when you have Spongebob? NCIS Season 13 is now available on Netflix. <laughs> Just for those of you who want to know. <laughs> I haven't watched NCIS probably since Season... I stopped caring a while ago. Yeah, same. But best part about the show is uh, Polly Perrette, and she's not on there enough. Yeah. Okay, so we got one last little piece of Marvel news, which, weirdly enough, wasn't on the Marvel report when I found it, yet we talked about it a lot. And that's <sighs> another streaming platform is getting a Marvel show. And it is The Runaways. Not to be confused with the band The Runaways. My little runaway. Um, So this is about a bunch of misfits uh, who run away, who find out that their parents are evil. Oh my god. This is gonna flop so hard. I can tell already. Create... Josh Swartz and Stephanie Savage, the creators of the Gossip Girl TV show, are going to be the creative forces behind the reboot. 
They say it's a good sign. That's not a good sign. If they're not going to be focused on powers, they're not going to be focused on the kids, they're going to be focused on the drama in the kids' lives. It's going to turn into, like, uh, what was that? Degrassi? Yeah. On Nickelodeon? That's what it's going to turn into. It's going to be a teen drama that, oh, by the way, they also have powers. Yeah. But this is going to be on Hulu and not Freeform, which means it has the potential to be a lot more grittier. A lot more, like, sort of like how Daredevil as a TV show would not work on broadcast television. It would not work on cable television. It would work on premium cable, but that's about it. This sort of show does not belong on a network. It doesn't belong on a cable channel. It belongs somewhere where this sort of content thrives. Because it, The Runaways is it's a pretty, pretty crazy story from what I've been reading up on. Yeah, I know. I know nothing about it, but I know what it's going to turn into. Well, I'll let you, I'll let you all know what happens when it happens because nothing else has been announced other than the fact that there's been it's been ordered. So we'll see. I think it might be fun. Who knows? I could be completely wrong, and it could be a good show. But just <laughs> just from just from knowing who it, who are the creative forces behind it, that that bar is already set low, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you making this for general audiences, or are you making it for angsty 13, 14-year-old girls? Because right now, that's where I feel like the bar is. Yeah. That might be the case, but we'll know more, as everyone else will know more. Essentially. Moving over to the DC Universe, um... One little side note that I didn't add in there because I couldn't find news on it. There is still going to be a Justice League Dark live action movie. The animated movie is not taking over for the live action movie. I didn't know there was a live action movie. Coming. It was originally planned as a live action movie. And then people thought that the live action movie turned into an animated movie. Because people were casting Colin Farrell as Constantine. Oh my god, no. So, you know. Bullseye from the Daredevil movie, who just rubs his scar and goes, I can't miss, I can't miss. Or whatever. God, that movie was awful. <sighs> Wish I kind of had those hours of my life back. Watching all those shitty comic book movies. I regret it. Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance... Daredevil, Elektra, Green Lantern. I regret all of that. <laughs> I will admit, I've never seen the uh, Green Lantern movie. Don't. Huh. She wasn't there. Completely missed her the first time around. <laughs> yeah, so this... Now, this piece of news here 
is the new Legends of Tomorrow Season 2 teaser, which has Stargirl in it for all of half a second. Yep. I totally missed her the first time around. And it's her beating someone up. Because, you know, fighting. Yeah, exactly. So, let's see. She wields a cosmic staff that allows her to manipulate energy and fly. Uh... And this, she will be played by Sarah Gray. Courtney Whitmore. Oh, Sarah Gray. Okay. Sarah Gray. Say it's first paragraph up at the top. Okay. Yep. And she will join Patrick J. Adams, who plays Our Man from Suits as well. Um, Maisie Richardson Sellers, aka Vixen's grandma or older Vixen. I don't know. Whoever was Vixen before Vixen and Arrow. Um, And then Matthew McCall, who will be playing Commander Steel. Now, I keep trying to remember who Commander Steel is. Just quickly Google it. And you'll know. Because I feel like I've seen him probably in Justice League. You probably have. Okay, I have, and it is not who I thought it was. Who did I think it was then? Was it the metal guy? Or is that Commander Steel? I can't remember off the top of my head. Commander Steel essentially looks like the Marvel, or no, the DC version of Captain America. Okay. He wears red, white, and blue, and then in the middle of his chest is a uh, um, a circle with a star in it. Like a navy star, a navy circle with a white star in the middle of it. Okay. Um, what was I? The, the one I was thinking of is from Justice League Unlimited when uh, Jean leaves and the other guy, like the black guy, I think, takes over at the command. I don't know his name. Uh, are you thinking of Mr. Terrific? Does he have a giant T on his face? Because that's Mr. Terrific. Yeah, that's him. And that's... That's um, who Curtis is. Oh, that's... That's that Arrow. dude? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Terrific's bulky and muscly and stuff, and then you get nerdy. Echo Kells, yeah. Arrow guy, yeah. Echo Kellum. I mean, I, I'll admit I was wrong about Wonder Woman, but this one is like two totally different personalities. Like, Mr. Terrific was like smart, but he was also like strong. This guy is not. <laughs> well, from pictures that I've been seeing, he has been working out a bit more. So. They probably told him to. Well, obviously. Um, but yeah. So, that's that. And for... This one actually just broke earlier today, and we are now getting another 
DC Comics superhero show in Black Lightning. Not to be confused with Static Shock, who has similar abilities as Black Lightning. Black Lightning came first and isn't... And is DC's... DC's, like, thing. Static Shock was from a different comic company before he was bought out by DC Comics. Is this going to be on CW, or is this going to be somewhere else? Honestly, it doesn't say. It doesn't say because it was just announced that Greg Berlanti is going to be working on this. Been development in for more than a year. It's now being shopped to networks. Gotcha. Yeah. I really think they should just put it on. Just take all of the freaking DC stuff and put it on CW. I know it's dumb because you're kind of like flooding the market, but at the same time, it's like you make one place for people to go to, they're not going to miss it. You spread things out over two or three different channels, and things can get missed. Looking at you, Marvel shows. Yeah. Well, FX. Marvel shows, really? Well, Cloak and Dagger coming to Freeform, and then you've got all the stuff on Netflix, and then. Runaways yeah, on true. Hulu, potentially, like, yeah, anything Disney owns, there's a possibility. And DC was a victim of it, too, last year with Supergirl uh, being on CBS. And then Gotham, Gotham being on, on Fox. Fox. And Gotham is still on Fox. I actually just watched the trailer for season three, set to... A weird cover of Metallica's Nothing Else Matters, and I got really concerned for a moment. <laughs> Mainly because I had no idea what was going on, because I haven't seen any of season two. Yeah. I haven't had time to. Like, Gotham is on that list of shows where I'm going to binge it when I have a chance. It's on my list of shows to just don't touch with a ten-foot pole. To each their own, as always. But yeah, so Black Lightning, that could be fun. It'll be really a first... uh... Okay, so the series will center around Jefferson Pierce, a retired superhero who's now a teacher, who got pulled back into action by his daughter, Hellbent on Justice. And yeah. It's really nothing too crazy. He lives in Metropolis in the comics. And yeah, he's appeared in Batman the Brave and the Bold and Young Justice Invasion. So this will not be the first time we see him on TV. But this will be the first time seeing him in live action. And it will be the first DC show to be led by a person of color. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Because all the shows have had people of color in them as as part of the supporting cast or even as part of the main cast. But this is all him in one sort of thing. So he will be the main, main focus. Him and his daughter. How did he get his powers? No idea. Random mutes. I thought you were looking stuff on Google. No. I am now. 
Black Lives Matter? No, Black Lightning. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> black Lives do matter. It's just, I'm looking for Black Lightning. Because... <laughs> of course, the picture that they have for his wiki article is his outfit from the 70s. Wow, Sean, going on Instagram. Huh? We're trying to record a podcast here. Wow. <laughs> my my iPad just told me you liked my photo on Instagram. <laughs> yep. Let's see. Guilt over the event. Okay, so... Let's see. He became a principal. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, metahuman. So are they gonna? So are we gonna see him? I want that to happen now. If this is gonna happen and it's gonna tie into the Arrowverse, I want him to get his start. Just just like Flash did, have it start, like how Flash started in Arrow. Have Black Lightning start in Flash, or even better, have, have him start in Legends of like, Tomorrow and have him spin off because Legends of Tomorrow. At, or even Supergirl. Because I'm pretty sure they might actually set this show in Metropolis. So it would make sense for Sup- for him to spin off out of Supergirl. Well, see, then how would you explain the metahuman? Because in Supergirl's world, there is no well, lapse. There was no particle accelerator. Except explosion. for Livewire is technically a metahuman. So is Silver Banshee. And a few of the other Earth-based villains she well, fights. Silver Banshee was explained. That's been and something that's Live Wire years. Also, Live Livewire happened to a, due to a fluke accident. But it's so still you'd a have met- to come up with another fluke accident for him to turn into Black Lightning. Except for the fact that they are bringing in Supergirl into the main DC sort of timeline. Well, yeah, they are. So it's it would just, make sense know. to do the spinoff. After the four-show crossover, the three-episode four-show crossover, because that would bring all four universe, all four shows together into one universe, and then afterwards, spin this out of it. It's just yeah. a thought. I mean, if they really want to go different with the character, rather than what they do for comics, have him start in, like... Them, like the like the arrow flash legends tomorrow then have something fluky happen and he gets sent to like even if he was in metropolis in the arrow flash world have something happen where he gets sent to metropolis and supergirl's world and then you can have the whole show be based on him trying to get used to this new different metropolis that could work but only time will tell what will go on with this show. And I am excited with a question mark at the end of it because I know nothing about the character. So it'll be fun to sort of learn about a new comic book character. Yeah. Also, diversity. I'm taking a class on diversity in TV and video games. So this will play right into my class. Bring up the article. Maybe you'll get extra credit. 
Maybe. Maybe. And the last little bit is a bit on the sadder side of things. But if you, for some reason, don't know that this has happened, where the fuck have you been? Because this is all over social media, all over the news, all over the newspapers. So you really gotta live in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. And then, if that's the case, how the hell are you even listening to this? Did someone hand you, like, a cassette tape with this on it? Which would be pretty freaking hilarious if someone actually burned this to a cassette tape and gave this to someone. That'd be a hot mixtape. Damn right. <laughs> wicked, wicked. Anyways, so... Renowned actor Gene Wilder passed away at the age of 83 back on the 29th of August. So that was a few days ago from the time of recording. Um, best known for his roles in Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein, as well as Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as Willy Wonka. Technically, it was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Right, Charlie. Charlie and the Char Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was the weird, creepy version of Willy Wonka oh. that Johnny Depp. Played. Also, the title of the book. Technically, yeah. But yeah. So he passed away. Um, it sucks, but he lived a very, very successful life. And this was due to him, like, living a long life. Because he passed away due to complications with Alzheimer's disease. Which sort of happens when you get old. Your brain just starts to fuck up. And, yeah. It sort of just fucks everything up for you and your loved ones once you have it. And yeah, it eighty three passing away, and off he goes. I was actually I'm actually part of Ace of Geeks, which is the article we're taking this from. Um, Mike asked everybody to write like a small thing about your experiences with Gene Wilder films, and I almost wrote in. But I didn't because the only thing I've seen him in is Willy Wonka. Um, I haven't seen Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein. And that's not because they're bad films by any freaking means necessary. But, like... Um, Blazing Saddles was on I Netflix on, for a while. I don't know if it's there anymore. But... Uh, I have... Well, there's ways to... Right. Know. I was just helping... <laughs> Hoping oh, yeah. it was on there in a more meaningful Legit. manner. Because Netflix still um, has to pay the licensing fees for those. And then the licensing fees yeah. go to the, the studios. And then it goes... And then that get, they take their chunk. And it sort of gets chunked up until it reaches the actors. You could say it gets conglommed up. More so gets cut up. Conglommed is a comp like bringing things together. This would be splitting. So unconglommed would be the correct term. There you go. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched um, a YouTube video of Mel Brooks 
he went on uh, Jimmy Kimmel's Tonight Show show, and he talked about meeting Gene Wilder and getting him to play one of the lead roles in the producers. The very first ever like showing of the play producers, and uh, how uh, Gene apparently wrote down the first part of Young Frankenstein on like a napkin and then the two of them talked about it and they said yeah okay let's do it and then they made the movie <laughs> interesting yeah oh freaking Mel Brooks if any if you're if you're listening to this go watch that go to just YouTube and look up Jimmy Kimmel uh, Mel Brooks and it should be there oh, it's so funny just look for uh I think I think the name of the video is something like he'll miss the phone calls to Gene Wilder. But, you know, it's Mel Brooks. He's hilarious no matter what. So he just goes on and does a couple, like, random weird funny things and just talks about the fun times they had together. Yeah. Gene Wilder will be missed. But, you know, he's in a better place now, not dealing with this bullshit. So, yep. Thoughts go out to his family and people who he really was close with and all of that. And yeah, that's that. It actually went quicker than I thought it would. Yeah, well, I cut out all of the freaking casting news for every single goddamn movie that's coming out. Yeah. Because... Well, yeah, because you know, there's going to be a lot of movies coming out next year. There's too much to talk about, and nothing's really set in stone of the casting announcements. Yep. So, more on that in the future, as I continue to play with my GoBusters changer. The bracelet. I was waiting for you to hit the button on it. It's not on right now. <laughs> Actually. Oh, okay. Now it is. Okay. Who are you gonna call? <laughs> exactly. Oh, actually, uh, I did hear about that. It's a good place for this one. Uh, did you hear that they're changing the name of the Ghostbusters? Or the yes, I did it right there. The Ghostbusters movie, the new one when it comes out on DVD. What are they changing it to? Uh, I forgot. Like, instead of, like, Ghostbusters 2016, it's gonna be, like, Ghostbusters comma something. Okay. I saw an article about it, but... I'm googling it as we speak. Um, news? Um... No, I'm just seeing articles on why it failed, and it's not an awful film. It was actually pretty good. I went and saw it and I had fun. Yeah, here we go. The the Mary Sue. Oh. The new Ghostbusters will have a different title on DVD. Ghostbusters Answer the Call. Okay. I mean, that's not awful. Eh. Also, the cover... 
has Chris Hemsworth holding his hand like a gun, like he's one of Charlie's angels. Yeah, I do like that. He was by far one of, like, the goofiest parts of the movie, and I loved it. Like, the movie was fun. I had a fun time watching it with my girlfriend. Like, it was silly, and it worked well. Because Ghostbusters is not a serious movie franchise. It's goofy. And all of the cameos that the former Ghostbusters made, including the late... Um, the late Ghostbuster. I I know who you're talking about. I can't remember can't his remember name his name off the top of my head. He appeared as a bust in um one of the scenes. Like his, it was like just a a stone, like a marble head of him. And the other three showed up as specific characters in the show or in the movie, not in the show, in the movie. And they're not playing their characters from the the original Ghostbusters, because this is a different universe, I want to say. Yeah. I don't know. I watched the Nostalgia Critics video on this, on this, uh, on this movie, and all I can think, it took me back to the Avatar The Last Airbender movie. Okay, that was where just it was trash. Like, well, because he's like, well, yeah, he essentially said, this movie's trash, but it doesn't change the way you feel about the cartoon. He essentially said the same thing about this, except instead of saying it was trash, it was average. It's not great, but it's not really bad. But in the end of the day, it's not going to change all the rest of the Ghostbusters stuff that's out it's there. It's not like if you go and watch this, the history of the other Ghostbusters movies is just erased. Yeah. Also, fun fact about the Nostalgia Critic video, a uh, friend of the podcast, Zach Lavoy who is from the Ranger Command Power Hour, was actually in that video with the Chicago Ghostbusters troupe. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, I thought that was cool. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Oh, I'll have to try to put that on my hand another time. <laughs> <sighs> oh, no. I just saw this news article. It says, Ghost, uh, Gotham showrunner says superheroes don't work well on TV. Forgetting about the DC shows on the CW. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, just. Why? Yeah. I could go on a rant, but I'm not going to go on a rant, so I'm just going to. I Before we find any other articles, let's just end this part. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm not going to click on anything else, so we're just going to yeah. end it right here and be back in a bit. Yeah, be back with Toku stuff. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look, and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin traveling 
In the world of my creation What we'll see will defy Explanation If you want to view paradise Simply look around and view it Anything you want to do it Want to change the world There's nothing to it Hurry up, Violet! This way, Grandpa! No life I know to compare with pure imagination Living there you'll be free If you truly wish to be I heard you click, so that's when I, I clicked as soon as you clicked. <laughs> click and click and click. Not to be confused with the Adam Sandler movie click. God. <laughs> not to be consu- not to be confused with anything Adam Sandler's done within the past five years. Uh, Alright. Okie dokie. Three, two, one... Welcome back all to Toku Power Rangers stuff and things and words. I had to. Oh, that's fine. I've done sound effects on how many occasions. Well, I didn't grab my pine lock seed. It's sitting somewhere. And I don't want to get up and grab it. <laughs> Makes sense. But we are back! Yes. And we have news. 
We have news! Not necessarily of anything you might actually care about, but we have news. The first thing... First things first. A brand new Power Rangers game is in the works. It better be good. It's all I'm saying. And it's still cashing in on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Of course. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, colon, Mega Battle. It has been given a rating in Europe. Not much known as... Not much is known about the project, only that it's been made available for the PS4. And... yeah. That would be the first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game. Like, exclusive Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game. We've gotten since... the 90s? Obviously. Yeah. They were featured in Super Legends... But that wasn't their own solo game. A bunch of other rangers were there, too. And don't forget the mobile game. We don't consider mobile games. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. We do. But <laughs> it's probably going to be... You know, it might actually be a movie tie-in game. Probably not. Who knows? Probably. Well, it probably will be. Like, I can imagine... Well, it would have just been... Power Rangers the movie the game. It yeah. wouldn't be well, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Mega Battle. I could see it going one of two ways. One, it's based around the movie suits and the movie stuff, and then all of the original television stuff will be unlockables or DLC or something like that. Or it'll be based around the TV shows and all of the movie stuff will be the DLC and unlockables. So we get to fight Ivan Ooze? Pretty much. And by movie shittily... I Shittily CGI'd rendered uh, Ninja Megazord? <laughs> which, which that also begs the question, are we going to have, like, Unreal 4 engine-type graphics, or are we going to have mobile game-type graphics? Be honest, no one knows. <laughs> like, you know... It says it's going to be for the PS4, which does not help bolster its plan. Yeah, it doesn't. But, again, we'll never know. Then we've got Dino Charge, which has officially come back. Two episodes of that have pass passed us by. With a third one coming out after we've recorded this, but before you hear this. I think, right? Depending on how long it takes... For the editing process? If I edit tonight and put it out... Well, I, I probably wouldn't put it out tonight, even though I've done the late ones before. But I don't know. It depends. Eh, doesn't matter. This is before we even talk about the episode, because Saban did the greatest, greatest gift of all for us and made all the other regions their own language exclusive. No English at all. So our oh, only yeah. hope is that someone from Australia posted it, because <laughs> I have friends over there who've said they've seen both 11 and 12, and oh, wow. they're happy with it. Is 11 and 12, like, the last two episodes? The most, like, this week's is 11, next week's is 12. Oh, okay. We have 9 and 10. Okay. Gotcha. Besties forever! And gone fishing. 
which yep. one is see- a mediocre trope in and of itself, and the other was just funny and goofy, but fun. And yeah, because you know Coda, as usual, steals the show. But Besties Forever dealt with Shelby's lifelong friend taking credit for being the Pink Ranger, and that sort of blowing back in her face. And yeah, not much else is in that episode other than she takes credit for basically everything that happens, including getting ice cream. And yeah, I I'm kind of glad I didn't watch that episode. I feel like don't. I, I'd be There's like, a Barney sing singing section that really depressed oh. me. Well, like I I feel like it's the type of episode I would just get so infuriated with that like I would just rant and rave about how horrible it was because pe- people like that friend pissed me off and I feel like I would have just raged about it. So yeah. I'm glad I didn't watch that episode. She's lame. And I'm glad she's only there for that episode and is now gone. Um, They did, I believe, introduce the Maximum Charger, which they're calling the Dino X Charger. Not to be confused with the Dino Armor X Charger. Tyler's going to get them confused. Just watch. Um, Because they couldn't just say Maximum. And their final attack now is Victory Maximum, which sounds way better the other way around. Because it would be maximum victory charge. And then, yeah. you know, lo and behold, I'm writing this shit right now. You hear that, Chip Lynn? Probably not. He probably doesn't listen to this. Anyways. The superior of the two episodes, we finally get a look at the Silver Ranger thing falls to the earth it's just a message pod and he's in his suit and he's telling the rangers i'm the silver ranger i'm out in space and thus confirming that the silver energem isn't even on planet earth at all so tyler's dad's been looking for nothing oh by the way tyler's dad comes back yeah like there's a lot of questions that need to be answered here and i hope they answer them because like keeper lands on earth Puts the silver energem inside of a brontosaurus, and then somehow it gets out of him and across space. Like, there... we better get an explanation. And other than oh well, there's a simple explanation for that because like the logical explanation for that probably has to do with the fact that um, Zeno Wing must have found it on Earth. But ended up somewhere else Hopefully. in space. Again, because that's I, the I only can... logical explanation is, or that the uh, Brachiosaurus was Brachio. yeah, that's right. The 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 fossil of the Brachio got shot up into space by the asteroid that hit the planet, like the asteroids that pelted the planet, but that one doesn't seem as logical. Which probably means that's the one they're gonna go with. Of course! (laughs) 
Like, because it's Power Rangers. They don't go with the logical option. Like, and, ever. and so- something else I need confirmation of is why did the pod with the information land where it did? Like, you send a message to the Power Rangers or people who have the information of the of the 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 Energems. And it's like don't you think you would, I don't know, lock on to a signal? And instead of shooting it down in a meteor-like strike, you teleport something to them? Or take control of their computers for a split second and be like, Hi, I'm the Silver Ranger. Blah, 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 blah. And then cut out. Like, Because that's a, logical. Because a, a hiker could have found it. It could have landed near the the broken Sledge's broken ship, and then they find the information first. You know, there's so many problems with... Again, this just brings me back to the reason... Ah! Yeah, we're not going to get an explanation on that, ever. Or, you know, why Keeper has certain powers that he has... Like how he suddenly has the ability to give power for all the di- all the energems when they weren't technically his to begin with, he was just the keeper of them. Ah, like, I see what you did there. Th- well, yeah, it's it's <laughs> like so. It's like if Zordon back in Mighty Morphin somehow got the ability to be a human again or humanoid form again, and he's like, "I'm gonna help," and like you have the full team of like the main five and the White Ranger. And he's like, I'm going to help too. And then he transforms into the Green Ranger. It's like, no. No, that that's that's not how that works. No, he would go up to Tommy and be like, okay, I need my I need my PowerPoint back. You can have this one. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's probably how it would work. If we're going off the fan film. Mm-hmm. Or he would just turn into another White Ranger. And then or Tommy like, would be like, what the fuck, man? Like a white ranger with like more detail or something like that. Maybe like the one that uh, was used in Bat in the Sun. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but yeah. So, I there's there's like I acknowledge Power Rangers can be a good show, but it still has a lot of problems to overcome. It's and, progressing. Oh, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you're saying, so what? You want, like, what we had for the past, like, four years before Dino Charge? No. I am saying... Samurai to Super Mega Force on a scale of 1 to 10 was, like, a 1, 2 tops. It had its moments, but overall, the story, everything behind it was just horrible. Dino Charge? More like a 5, maybe a 6. A 7 on good days. Yes. And we need more. And I feel like every time a fan gives a logical reason to someone who may be working at Power Rangers and they have an actual good idea, they always look at you and go, man, it's just a kid's show. All right? We make money off it. Don't think too hard about it. And it's like, see, that's the problem. You saying it's just a kid's show does not negate the fact that you have a horrible story. Harry Potter was a book based on magic for kids. This was a kid's book. 
Look at the story behind that. J.K. Rowling didn't dumb anything down for kids. So don't tell me that just because it's a kid show, it needs to have a preschool level story of, hey, we need the book. Can you find the book? Wait 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, it's right here. We don't Dude, need that type of story. You basically just described the entire plot of Dora the Explorer. Oh, I know. <laughs> and Blue's Clues. Yeah. Like, I, keep, I, I, I compare Power Rangers to Sentai because I do think overall, between all the spectrum, Sentai is better. But I don't say it in terms of, like, I, I did kind of say it for the next episode after this one just because I like the way they introduced um the crap what was the one in Kyoto Jerk the Bragigas Bragigas yes I like how they brought and I haven't in. even seen all of Kyoto Jerk and I know yeah. that I'm on, I'm on an off day anyway, and I'm ranting, so I'm in a different, totally different mindset. Exactly. But the way they brought in Bragigas compared to how they brought in the Titano Megazord, whatever the hell they're going to call it. Titano Charge Megazord. Yeah. But it's the Titano Zord. Uh, uh, the way they... Just overall, like... They introduced the Titano Zord and made all of the transformations in one episode. In Kyoruger, it was they found him, and then they transformed. They transformed it into his. It's like up in mobile form, just by itself. Oh no, they haven't introduced the Megazord yet, the fully big one yet. No, they haven't created no, they the haven't. Dino okay. Charge Ultra Zord yet. Yeah, okay. Or whatever so the, the hell it's going to be. It's going to be the Dino Charge Ultra Zord. Okay, so the the reason why is because like when they. Next episode, when they formed the Ultra Zord, was a big episode for Kyoruger. Because it was the culmination of the year. It was the culmination of the cast. And just, not the cast, the characters. Everybody. It gave, like, it gave Torin, like, the... The feeling of, everything I have done has not been in vain. And I can still fight. I can still help my friends that I have made over the past year. And they they brought, you know, Nosan's uh, sister and her daughter. You know, they brought in kids the team has saved. Uh, gentle, they called him Gentle, I don't know why. Gentle, who was uh, Ami's butler, who has been all kind of a supporting member. And they brought it all in. They had a cast of, like, random background people up on a bridge chanting and like chanting on the team. And it was just all of this feeling into one moment. And I can't help but cringe at what we're going to get next week. It's just going to be like, oh, hey, guys, guess what we can do now? And they're going to form the Megazord and be like, woo! And then they're going to just explode whatever is there and move on. And it's going to be like, wow. I don't think they're going to form the Ultra Zord because it wouldn't make sense to do it before Silver comes along. Well, they don't until after he becomes Silver. Wait, no, they don't. No, I take that back. They don't. Because they form the Ultra Zord in Koduger without Silver. Torin's there. But he's not silver at that point. He becomes silver in the following episode. 
So I don't know how they're going to work that. I really hope they just pull a reversal of the episodes and do silver first and then... It would make sense. Logically, it would make sense. Dino Charge Ultra Zord. Because in Kyoduger, Torin was always there. And they figured they he's been with Bragigas for so long. Oh, really, Dad? Really? Go on to the next thing. I'm done ranting. Okay. Um, moving on to the next point. Ew. We're still in this episode. So, they go fishing. Riley and his brother take the team out fishing. And hence the episode title. And Coda's really good at fishing. He just walks right into the lake and grabs a fish and goes, Ha ha! Because it's Coda. I kept saying Yoshi, but it's actually Coda. Um, while Chase keeps finding shoes and license plates. Um, so Chase, as usual, gets the shit end of the stick. As always. As always. Of course, him and Shelby both get the shit end when they start eating worms, thinking it was noodles. Which that, I'm just, uh, I just groaned, because I'm like, really? Really, guys? (sighs) Yeah. It really just bugged me. But, yeah, Chase just gets the short end of the stick every episode. Even next episode, which is going to be a Chase-centric episode. How many episodes have he had, has he had? Most of the entire damn series. Like, I, I can't tell if they planned it out ahead of time, or they just realized, like, James Davies maybe had a little bit more charisma to him than the rest of the cast, so they just kind of changed things around. I think it's because it might be for money reasons as well. Because Why? the grant... Because they got a grant from New Zealand for having a New Zealand character. As well as the New Zealand episode. So you think they're using him more because they got the grant? Uh, it's pretty logical, to say the uh, least. But I don't know any of the behind-the-scenes shit, so... I feel like we need to change the title of this podcast... Huh. The name of this instead of the Geekishly Toku podcast, it could be like the Logically Geekishly Toku podcast. <laughs> like, because I or we, we just, just have like, the name of the episode right there. Yeah, Logically or, Geekishly lo- lo- Toku. Yeah. Ugh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's mostly just because it's logically geekishly Toku. I was thinking Lee. of the lock. I was going to think of the Logically Toku podcast, but. That would remove the geek part. Yeah, I know. That's that would why. remove probably the more fun section. The logically geek <laughs> tokupod. Eh. <sighs> but, no, I don't think a name change is in order for us because that would be a lot of work on your end. The logically ranting geekishly toku podcast. Oh shit, there's a baseball card in my pocket. <laughs> for you, that is random. Huh. Well, I found it on the street earlier, and I thought I'd pick it up for my who is my that? brothers, Ricky Henderson of the Oakland A's, back in 1981. That is old. I found it on the side of the road. To put it into perspective, that baseball card is like five years older than I am. 
that's how old it is. Yeah. So holy crap, that shit happened. <laughs> oh, why is my pocket wet? Weird. Okay. Dog. No. Uh, it's probably because I'm sweating. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Put your air conditioner on. It is on. Oh boy. <laughs> what do you want, dog? My dog just walked over. For those of you playing at home, this will she be another. This would be another chip on your bingo card. Yeah, she heard on me your, say dog. On your geekishly toku bingo card. <laughs> I feel like. Oh yeah, another. Uh, another we still square. we're still missing two squares that we haven't touched on for you to have the entire board, and I'm not going to mention them because if I mention them, you win. Why are okay. you licking my arm? Stop it. Hang on. Okay. So back to the episode. Riley's brother goes out on a boat because Riley's being a dick. <laughs> because they needed to propel the story somehow. And then he somehow finds himself underwater. And the Titanozord saves him. And then Keeper shows up. They're like, oh my god, we found the Titanozord. As, as did the villains and... Blah, 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 blah. Singe found out before anyone else. And uh, now his loyalties are in question. Um, Can we all talk should... about how he flew away in a giant Epcot ball? Basically. That was funny. Just like, like where the fuck did that come from? Well, because see, like, I, when I saw that scene, I kind of thought, like... Okay, it's a giant Epcot ball. Fantastic. But what the hell kind of spaceship was that? He just kind of walked in. It had this weird, like, techy crap around it. And then he just sat in the middle. Like, you couldn't have had, I don't know, a chair with, like, a small console like the ones you have in Sledge's ship in it. And he could have just walked in, sat down, and then it closed. Like... I what? He just gonna sit there for the whole time? How does he direct the ship? Is it voice commands? Is it off feelings? <laughs> Knowing Dino Charge, it's probably powered by feelings. Yeah. But let's see. Riley's brother is almost dead, and because he's losing oxygen, because the Titanosaurus is under the water. And it's not like there's been years of oxygen based in there or anything. God only knows. Um, then Keeper shows up and is like, I have my magic staff using the power of the dinosaurs, which I never had until this exact moment. Raise the water. Can we, can we all, there's something I also want to point out too. You may not have seen it because you haven't seen Kyoduger. Uh. When he shot that thing into the air, what actually happened in Kyoduger was they all had stones that were based on their the different, the different, not their zords, but all of the zords that didn't have a zord form. Oh, so it was okay. based on all the extra ones. Because I thought I and, only saw the faces of their dinosaurs. Um. 
but I think I think it was I can't remember. Anyway, it was based off the stones. They compiled them together and then I don't remember how it happened. But then like combined all those powers together and then that's how tight the Bragigas was brought back by the power of the other Zords. Whereas in this, Keeper was just kind of like, um, combine all the powers, and then it happened. Like, mm-hmm. you know, again, this, this whole episode kind of irked me because it, it ruined what could have been a better plot point than just Keeper, yeah. Zord, Water, fighting. Rise. You know, it's, you know. With my Keeper impersonation. <laughs> Water, rise! That's what we need Chris for. (laughs) Yeah. But then he comes out of the water, and then he's energized by Keeper as well, I believe. Or something. I don't remember what exactly energizes him. Well, in order to use him, you need all of the other chargers. Well, yeah, but he got up out of, like, the... Like stood up out of the lake oh, bed yeah. after he got re-energized by something. I think. Oh, that's it was no. by the beam that keeper shot out. Yeah, that's what so. energized him. But in order to actually turn in to the mech form, he needed mm-hmm. all the other chargers. And they like Kendall shows up, and all the while Riley is demorphed, hanging out with his brother, and there's no green Dino Charge Ranger there. Yep. Which seems highly suspicious on Matt's part, his brother. Yeah. Be like, where's the Dino Charge Green Ranger? Why are you wearing a lot of green, Riley? That This falls under the category of, why don't you just fucking tell him? He's your brother. He's not some dude you just met down at the cafe place yesterday. He's your brother. You think if you told him you were a Power Ranger, he'd be like... Holy crap, really? And then you'd show him, and he'd be like, Holy crap! And like, hey, can, can you not tell anybody? Oh, yeah, sure, no, perfectly fine. I'm not going to say Chase's about sister it. knows. Bingo! Like, it's just like, ah! And then how the hell did, how did Riley tell Matt, The Power Rangers are coming to save you? Like, and, and Matt just didn't question why the Power Rangers were going to save him? How the Power Rangers knew he was there? How Riley knew the Power Rangers? Yeah, like... I'm not going to go on it again. I'm just saying, go back to what I said earlier in my rant. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, just go back a few minutes. And it's it's just... It continues. And this is the reason why I'm like, eh, Power Rangers, okay, I'll watch it, I guess. Yeah. And then, you know, they bring out all their chargers and everyone's in there except for Silver. So this is the first time I think we see Superdrive, Cyan, uh, Aqua, and Graphite. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because is this the first time we see Cyan in the cop? I keep saying Cyan. I'm going to keep saying it. Because um, it's just- no, we've seen him before. And he went Dino Drive. This was before Dino, okay. Dino Super Drive came in. But all before this, before they even got in the Megazord, Tyler did the, like, he pulled out the Dino Drive charger and used it and then went through the whole 
sequence of transforming into Dino Drive, then into Super Drive, and then instantly in the cockpit. That's the yeah. closest we're probably ever going to get to seeing Super Drive outside of the cockpit, which I yeah. still feel is a waste of the suits. Well, yeah, they did the same thing with uh, Super Samurai when they turned into that Super Samurai form bullshit thing. And well, Mega Mode? Let's see, Mega Mode, Super Mega Mode, Shark Attack Mega Mode, and Shogun Mode. Shogun Mode, with the exception Shogun of the Red Mode. Ranger, were all cockpit exclusive as well. And yeah, that was Shogun dumb. Mode technically was used out of cockpit once in the finale oh. in yeah. probably one of the most badass displays that entire show has had. Yeah. Which is not saying much, but it was pretty badass. I was like, holy shit! It's just sort of like, you're gonna make power-ups that they can only use in cockpits. What is the point? Like, I know toys. Toys, 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 blah, 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 blah. But if they're cool-looking, give them some action scenes. Like, And then comes down to the problem of we don't have enough money to film this. Boy. It's just a giant circle. Why don't you do this? No money. So we're going to do this. Okay, but you could have done this. Yeah, but money. So we did this instead. And it's like, fine, whatever. It's, it's that point where you just walk away. Fine. Do whatever the hell you want. I'm done. Yeah, basically. Um, they defeat the monster. That's it. Really. Nothing too special. Though Chase does admire the fact that he caught a size 14 shoe. Because all he had caught that day were shoes and one license plate. He's like, wow, a size 14. <laughs> I'm just like, well, at first, because it doesn't didn't pan to him. You just hear him saying, this is the biggest one I've caught today. And I'm like, did he actually catch a fish? No, it's just a shoe. <laughs> And Coda, he's just pulling them out of the lake like it's nothing. That was great. And then he comes back over and he's like, so that's your secret. You've been using them as bait, like the worms? He's like, no, this is lunch. And he starts eating the worms. And both Shelby and... like, I know... You know, I know, everybody knows they weren't worms. Okay. But they didn't make them look like worms. Like... (laughs) Any person with a human brain could have watched that and said, that is clearly spaghetti. I wasn't really paying attention to the worm, so I'm just like, wow. Like, you could have done anything. Find some food coloring or food paint, whatever, and just spray paint some gummy worms to make them look tan and then put them in there. But instead, they essentially took a can of, like, Chef Boyardee spaghetti (laughs) and just put it into the styrofoam container and said, yep, that's worms. It's probably because that was was cheaper. There was no dirt. There was no nothing. It was like you were just eating a bowl of spaghetti. I just... Hashtag Power Rangers. That's all, like... That's, that's all I can say. It's just hashtag Power Rangers. Yeah. <sighs> but overall, the episode was more fun than the previous episode, for sure. Because the other one was laughably dumb. Also because 
there was no weird Barney sing-along song. <laughs> I mean, Shelby can sing. It's just, I wish it was in a better context. Yeah. Um, okay, so my my mom ordered food. Okay. And uh, apparently I may have to go get it, and that's in like 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Well, so so <laughs> you want to just speed through the news then? Yeah, speed through the news and you haven't you haven't really caught up with Juoger? I'm a week off. It's Yeah. Been... And and there's been so much that's kind of happened. Um and I don't really I'm... remember it. So we may <laughs> just do a special Toku catch-up episode in the future. Yeah. Cuz there there's a lot of episodes to talk about. Yeah, and that might take a whole episode in and of itself. So keep an eye out for special episodes. We, we could always wait until after the second part of the Gokadger special comes out. Yeah, let's do that. And we can talk about all of the stuff that's happened within the past like month, month and a half. Yeah, let's do that. I think okay. that that works. So we'll just get through the news then. Um, Speaking be- of Gokadger! <laughs> Booyah! Segway! Yes! <laughs> I am excited about this. I cannot freaking wait. It's going to be amazing the next two weeks for Juoger. So, yes, seeing Captain Marvelous on the set of Juoger was not just a fake out. The suits kind of are because those rangers won't be appearing, but instead, all six Gokaijers, including Guy who doesn't realize what a haircut is. (laughs) Hey, I want to point out, you make fun of his hair. If you go back and you watch the GoBuster team up, uh, Doc, Don, and um, Yellow, Luca, Luca, thank you. They are both wearing wigs. They are both wearing wigs, and what yeah. makes it worse is Don looks like they took a wig, put it on a bike helmet, and then put it on his head because it's freaking huge. This yeah. actually looks normal. Except Luca's hair isn't as... It's more flat. Yeah. And Marvelous's hair is shorter. Yep. Don's still wearing a wig. I'm looks normal. And Guy's hair is just completely out of control. He might fall into the same category as Boken Black did in the Geki Ranger team-up. His hair was long. Like, he had long, like... Like, I'm long hair. Yeah. And... The reason he had that hair was because he needed it for another show he was in. Yeah. And it might be what Guy has, because I know he was in Garo. I don't know if he's still in Garo or not. So he might still have it from being in Garo. Um, but as far as the episodes go, it's going to be amazing. Two-week special, uh, 28-29, which is t- tomorrow technically for us because America... Uh, celebrating 2,000 episodes of Sentai. Um, and on top of the two episodes, we will be getting another Super Sentai Hero Getter, which will be updated up until Juoger, which will be interesting. Um, I was actually kind of like, I was excited about that, but I was kind of disappointed because I really want to, like, I don't like the ending to Juoger. I haven't really listened to it because. It seems a little bit too upbeat for me. I don't know why. Um, 
and I just kind of want to see them dance to it. All of them. Hmm. Ah, damn it, and this thing's out of stock still? Ugh. Fourth and 11th, it will be airing. And then I'll go back to regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. And then something else that I'm really excited for. Well, two things, De- really. Gavin and Decaranger, the movie. Yes. And Girls in Trouble. I feel like I've. If Koichi Sakamoto has anything to do with this movie, it's going to be nothing but frilly upskirt up upskirt shots with like sparkles and but you know behind it. Yeah. But I mean, I'll watch it, but I can you know more Decker Ranger stuff. Oh yeah, like, that's that's the main thing here. I'm oh, up to episode picture. 25 right now. Forget uh, for Decca. I didn't see that picture. Which one? Oh, the picture of um, of the cast. Oh yeah, it looks like a Bond's T- back with short hair. Tetsu looks like he's got a wig, and Tetsu's outfit looks different too. Well, no, he had that same outfit in the. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, you haven't seen that. Yeah, there's a Jasmine, reason behind that. Jasmine looks a little different. I think it's just the picture. Okay. Umiko has Umiko has shorter hair. Yeah. And Sen's hair is different too. Oh yeah. Well I mean it's also been, you know <laughs> ten plus years. So I mean Well yeah, no, I I know. Um But yeah, actually Bond's hair when they did the ten years after he had longer hair. So he's I, cut it since. I guess he had to go back into regulation hair. <laughs> Tech, technically, yeah, because when he came back for the Magic Ranger team up, he had poofier hair too. I guess Doggy um, was like, "Dude, come on!" Yeah, Th- yeah. This has gone on long enough. You got to chop them up. Like, if it were even possible, I would say somehow you have to binge watch all of Decker Ranger, and then, uh. The ten year advert, the ten year after, because this takes place after that, and there's an explanation for pretty much like every. You know, it's like there's a reason why Bond is all in red. There's a reason why. Uh, well, isn't Tetsu he part of Deca? Isn't he part of the the Fire Squad now? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. And then, um, um, it's I've got twelve hours, eleven minutes, and two seconds left. Of all of Decca Ranger, okay. up to past the ten years after. Okay. And that's also including the versus uh, Abba Ranger movie. Yeah, and then you'll have to watch Magic Ranger so you can watch the Decca Magic Ranger team up. Yeah, but that's next on the list, and oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. So I'm sort of watching it a couple episodes at a time. the The goal is an episode a day, but with how busy I am, sometimes it's two on one day to compensate for one day that I missed. Sometimes it's three. Sometimes it's one, and sometimes it's none at all. <laughs> but I'm progressing. Yes, we're getting there. 
I've gotten through an episode, two episodes, and a movie. Um, okay, well, speaking of Jew-Oger, to kind of move along, we've got... Uh, scans! September scans, which we've got Jewel whale and some pictures of the Gokaiger team up. Also, um, well, let's see. So we're going to get Jewel whale not, Courtesy of Antique Juman Grand King. So we'll get it not this week, but next week. Probably. Because they kind of teased the... Um, um, no, I think we'll, we'll get it after the Gokaiger special. Well, no, because the top left picture of the first scan has all the Gokaigers with all the Jewogers in red. Oh, shit, in, yeah. Um, the whale form. So yep. it's going to happen next week guaranteed and we're gonna get the big morph next week or the transfer yeah yeah cause see it uh go Jewel go Geiger reunion 2 explosion it's after, it's after the transformation with the explosion behind him so yeah he, he'll get it next week and you see him holding the champion the gigantic thing the gigantic whale charge gun yep Yeah, yeah, and there's the whale warrior, Juman. Yeah, and so, old Sentai villains for this magnificent crossover. Death Galians use their stuff to resurrect uh, Shinkenger's Dokoko. Dokuku. Dokuku. Gosager's uh, Rajira. <laughs> Gobusters Enter and Escape. Tokyuger's Zed. And Kyoryuger's Daybot. So, yay! Your, your classic token, hey, remember all those really big bads you killed? Poof, here they are. That's essentially what it is. Because they're, they're, they're all the big bads for the seasons. I will be interested to see who they the, get to do the voice for Zet, though. The, so it has the two, bef- the two before Gokaiger and the three after Gokaiger. Yes. Nothing from Ninager, which is interesting. Maybe they realized how bad the show was. Or that they don't have the suits because they're all already yeah, that's in also New Zealand. True. I, didn't, I didn't think of that. Because <laughs> they've that's already been possible. in New Zealand. That's yeah. really the only explanation. But then again, they, they have the Ninin suit, or one of the Ninin suits, at least. Um, let me see. No, that's not it. Wait, is that it? No, it's Boken, Shinken. I can't see that close. Maji, red. What are you looking at? Um, the first page. Oh. where like there's the little Bokenger, tiny picture. Bokenger, Magiranger, Shinkenger, something, and Flashman. Are you sure that's Flashman? Looks like Flashman. Okay. Uh, copy link address? Oh, no, that's not what I wanted. Oh, I can't do that from here, really? There we go. Copy image address. Damn Chrome. Open image. Oh, and of course, it's the thumbnail. Son of a bitch. Open image in new tab. Copy image address. There we go. 
Boom. Oh, yeah. Is that... Is that... Yeah, that looks like... Car Ranger. Yeah, Red Racer. Yep. And then... Volkinger, Magiranger, Shinkinger, Car Ranger, and Flashman. So stuff with giant swords. Yep. They're all sword users. Okay. Cool. And moving on from that, I'm trying to make it go a little quicker. Um, Common Rider, Rider stuff. Revolution video game announced. Probably just not going to be here in the States. Nope. That's it. Could be a good game. It just that. has a bunch of characters, including Common Rider X Aid, X Aid scans, and character descriptions, and character details, um, and. Essentially, he's going to be a doctor that likes to play video games. And all the rest of the doctors are probably going to try and, like, take over his spot as doctor, and it's going to turn into a rookie-type war, kind of like Gaim was. Yeah. Um, Brave is a physician. Um, X-Aid is a medical student studying pediatrics. Snipe is a former doctor who lost his medical license. And um, there's the president of the gaming design company Genmu Corporation. Yep. And Bug Star leader Pallad, or Pallad. Pallad. In. Paladin. And Paladin, yeah. then the female lead is a nurse who has a secret identity known as Poppy. Pippo Papo. Say that five times fast. Uh, Don't. Yeah. <laughs> and the last little bit of news is the first trailer. And he, he jumps and it makes sound effects when he jumps. Like Mario. Ooh. That sounds interesting. <laughs> I'm uh, watching the trailer right now. No. Oh. And he's conflicted, talking, bloody noses, bloody noses, children running around, screaming, and him playing a game. Japanese I still don't understand. It's actually a really long trailer. Yeah. Okay. And then someone who looks like Ryoma shows up. <laughs> With Ryoma hair. Yeah. And a lab coat, as usual. Genmu dude. Um... Another doctor dude. I have no idea. This isn't subbed, so I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And... I'm waiting for the transformation. It's near the end. Ah! People playing video games. Again. Ooh! That was interesting. Oh, there we go.
And there's level one. Oh yeah, small one. <laughs> wow, okay, that was interesting. It's very special effects heavy. Okay. Needless this to say, is... it's going to be uh, an interesting show. Um, I wasn't expecting the whole doctor thing. Neither um, was I. But, you know, <laughs> it's and a thing. We're about a month away, too, because that comes out on the 2nd. It's scheduled to come out on the 2nd of October. Yep. So... Which yeah. means only, like, how many episodes left of Ghost? Four. Uh, four, yeah. Which means... Because I know at the end of... At the beginning of this last episode, he had three days left. So with four episodes left... Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, but I think that does it for us. Yes. We will be back sooner than you'd think with shenanigans and whatnot. Yeah, we'll try to get time to start talk about stuff, but I didn't realize I was going to be on a time crunch. <laughs> yeah, neither did I, so... Yeah, so... Yay. Shit happened, so... Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, this is the end of episode 29. We will talk more about toku shows and stuff like that in the next episode, so be sure to stick stay tuned to that. Uh, find podcast geektokupodblogspot.com on Twitter it's Podcast or geektokupod uh, Facebook Podcast. Uh, thread on Toku Nation find me Fumixalot on Twitter find Sean. me Snarky Sean across the interwebs Yep, under that name and then until next episode we will see you later bye Bye-bye. And cut. みたいな知らす。まだ夕日光。行く奥の時を越えて今蘇る。荒れる大地包み込む輝く希望。天下無双充電流。青ブラキンガス。ゴーセンタル観光未来見据えるように。
「最大級の」